off the day with a carnival of said fun. We'll explain what that means in just a minute. Let's roll. Hello everybody, my name is Rob. This is the official Rob Glasser Network. Coming to you live from Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all things informational, educational, but still fun. We're going to talk about games and theme parks today, hence the carnival reference, because every carnival has a good game and a good ride. But in this case, we're breaking it down a little more deep. So first up is kind of a continuation on from right before New Year's when I was doing the upcoming games coming to uh, Switch, Xbox, Wii, and all that. But specifically today, we're going to go over the games coming to Switch. And we have 30 from the NintendoLife.com website. We're just going to go over some of the ones that we find more interesting and probably think you will as well. So the first one on the list is Digimon World Next Order. Who remembers them? As everybody calls them, the Invitation Pokemon. There was that rivalry that lasted and continues to last to this day. In this particular game, another RPG, you need to meet requirements to bond and grow your Digimon. And if you do not, they will disappear and be reborn once again. They do make a comment on here. They're like, whereas in Pokemon, you can get rid of them as quick as you want. Who's the real monster, huh? But if you are a Digimon fan and you want to check this out, this will be coming February 22nd uh, in the U.S. as well as the U.K. and Europe from Bandai Namco. And it will be on sale on Amazon for $60. The next one I want to go over, Kirby's Return. Return. <sighs> Excuse me. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Um, another installment will be coming out on February 24th of this year in the US and UK. It is a remaster of the original 2011 Wii game, but we get to get it on the Switch. Uh, they gave it a 9 out of 10 with high hopes. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Kirby takes back. The land, or is taking Kirby back to the land of dreams to get all the bad guys gone and save all of his friends. Let us know what you think. There's not much more there. However, it is a Kirby game. I do like Kirby. This might have to be on my list. But right now it's in pounds. So it is 50 pounds on Amazon. I'm not sure what that translates to dollars here. But it too will be ready or be available in February. Octopath Traveler 2. Now I came across this one on Xbox accident, pretty interesting game. Um, but if you want the sequel, you can get it on Switch. This is the sequel from the Square Enix game from 2018. Um, HD 2D style gaming. It will bring another eight characters to the full with eight paths to follow through the game, hence the Octo. Um, while some might disagree, they say we'll take as much HD 2D as they can get, or they'll take as much HD 2D as they can get. And they're looking forward to this game. Um, this too will also be on sale the 24th. And it will be attacking Kirby's dominance on the same day. So let's see who gets the win on that day. Another game that's kind of interesting. Haven't heard of it much. But Rune Factory 3 Special. It's another remake of the original Rune Factory games from the publisher Marvelous. It'll be released... Um, in 2023, they don't have dates yet, uh, both in US and UK, so sometime 
Um, but it looks like it's most, uh, there, well, according to Nintendo Life, it's a possibility it's going to be coming out on March 2nd, but, um, we'll see what happens there. So this is another kind of one of those, uh, role-playing RPG games, um, slash farming games. Um, but of course you're going to get some new cool stuff with it as well. Um, Interesting one here, Fitness Boxing Fist of the North Star. This actually you can get from the Switch eShop, and it should be released in March of this year from Imagineer. Um, this is a crossover that precisely nobody expected. Maybe they didn't want, but they got it. I'm just kidding. This uh, game brings characters from the popular manga and anime series into the world of Switch-based boxer sizing with the makers of Fitness Boxing at the helm. So it is a... Uh, exercise game, but with characters from your favorite anime. Interesting. I might have to look into that just for the fact that it is a crossover like that. We have the Outer Wilds. Now, I looked at this one. Um, <clears throat> on Xbox. Interesting idea. But a 22-minute time loop game that we've had our eye on on other consoles, as they said, as I just mentioned. Um, it's coming to the Switch a little bit later than everything else, probably just due to, um, time-wise, whatever. But if you guys like playing it on the other systems, you'll probably want to grab it for 2023 as they expect it to be here then. Um, this one is kind of interesting because it literally is, you have a certain amount of time to do it. Otherwise you have to start over again and figure out how to, uh, beat the level in a 22 minute period of time. Very interesting. I, don't, I didn't actually start playing it yet, but it's a, it looks like a very complicated game, but I don't know. Maybe I'll try to test it out, who knows. If you guys wanna see what else Nintendo Life has to offer, check out the link that is up there. Um, and let us know what games you are buying and playing. And if you are uh, playing, take some screenshots, send them over. We'll love to do it. We'll take some screenshots of ours as we try to do to give you our updates for the games we play. And of course, if you guys are on Xbox, let me know. I would love to get some of you guys to play with on Xbox games like the Halo games and more. So we'll discuss that as well. Leave those comments there too if you'd like. All right, moving to the other part of the carnival here. You wouldn't have a carnival without the rides. And we're going to take you to a theme park that apparently actually is being reopened um, even after, well, years of it being closed. The Land of Oz theme park is based on the L. Frank Baum Land of Oz books located in Beach Mountain, North Carolina, USA. Carolina Caribbean Corporation opened in, in 1970 under the guidance of Grover Robbins, who had successfully, who had been successful with Tweetsie Railroad, another um a Wild West themed amusement park. Designed by Jack Pentis, the park was fully operational until 1980. As of 2019, however, now opens for Fridays in June for Journey with Dorothy Tours, and in September for Autumn at Oz, the largest Wizard of Oz festival in the country. However, though, if you go to the other uh, link I put up, romanticashville.com, they are supposedly opening back up again a little more often. Um, it's only going to be for months out of the time, but in those months, they're going to give you some more days to show up. So we're going to read through here, give you some history. And if you guys want to check it out, go grab your tickets if you happen to be in the um, uh, North Carolina area. So this is a excuse me, almost 20-acre theme park 
owned now by Emerald Mountain Inc. And again, as I said, if you want to check it out, you can go to their website, landofozmc.com. So as we mentioned, it was constructed by brothers Harry and Grover back in 1965, began looking for a way to turn the ski resort in Beach Mountain into a year-round attraction. Finding an area that reminded them of the Wizard of Oz movie, the brothers began work on an Oz-based theme park. They had over 44,000 bricks glazed yellow. The songs were lip-synced by the characters on the Yellow Brick Road and in Emerald City were composed by notables Alec Wilder and North Carolina native Lunas McLohan, with the exception of E.Y. Harburg and Harold Arland over the rainbow, for which rights were obtained to integrate into the Emerald City show. Aha! I know there's always that one song in a movie or whatever that you just can't touch, and apparently Over the Rainbow is that song in this case. So, they opened in 1970 with a ribbon-cutting ceremony by none other than the late Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. How freaking cool is that? A ski lift was specially designed to become the hot air balloon ride, which has since been redeployed to be a ski lift on the back bowl, now Ozrun of Ski Beach. In later years, the characters from the story conducted tours, but the original design was for visitors to assume the role of Dorothy, experiencing everything from Kansas to Tornado to meeting the characters on the Yellow Brick Road on their way to the city of Oz to see the wizard. So, interesting uh, idea to basically have you do your own walkthrough of a theme park. Now, back in 1970, that might have been the norm. However, nowadays, you kind of want to have things prepped and ready to go. More people like the stuff that's ready than to kind of have to do it yourself. I, however, think that is pretty neat, and I would definitely do a walkthrough of an Oz land and just get to explore as if I was in the book or the movie. So visitors would start off in Kansas. You'd experience the tornado that strikes Dorothy's house and then end up walking the road with the Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion, and run into the Wicked Witch of the West as well. Um, the original Emerald City there consisted mostly of gift shops and an amphitheater, where their magic moment in Emerald City shows would be staged every half hour. A, um, the artificial balloon that we talked about as well, and a small museum, uh, showcasing props and costumes, including one of uh, Judy Garland's Dorothy dresses. And apparently the reason why we had Debbie Reynolds and her daughter cutting the uh, ribbon was it was originally partially uh, bought by... Um, oh, I'm sorry. The, the uh, props and costumes were partially owned by Debbie Reynolds that she got from MGM herself, which is probably why she was there to cut the ribbon for the entire park. Uh, the opening day got 4,000 visitors. However, um, one of the brothers passed away a few months before, uh, and they needed to use as much commercial necessity as they could to keep the um, uh, park going. However, um, a downturn in real estate caused a failed investment by the company they used, and they went bankrupt in the latter part of 1975, the corporation that they used. Because of that, in 1975, um, things were already going down. It didn't help that on December 28th, a fire broke out at the Emerald City Amphitheater. Of all the places to go down, right? Uh, two buildings were destroyed along with the offices, costumes, sound equipment, and props. At the same time, many items had been stolen from the museum, including one of the dresses. Not good. 
Land of Oz would be rebuilt and managed by a new company, but it never recouped. Some reports say that the quality of the original park was not recaptured and the cost to restore was deemed too high. Five years after, it was officially closed. This is where some of the images you can get. And if you want to see these images, hop on YouTube. Somebody took a kind of walkthrough. It's a little odd, kind of creepy, but it shows you what nature can do to materials. So. After the park was closed, of course, lots of more things were vandalized and taken. Uh, the elements were, you know, let to go, rain, uh, erosion, all that stuff. Some of it was saved, including the uh, Yellow Big Road, some of the Munchkin houses, some of the con uh, costumes, and sections of the Witch's Castle. Um, a video and display of Land of Oz were on exhibit at the Appalachian Cultural Museum, part of the Appalachian State University, but the museum closed and the artifacts returned to the park. So, knowing well that everything was being taken advantage of, they still brought the artifacts back. I believe at this point, though, there's probably guards on site that are making sure. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, go find that video on YouTube. If I can find it again, I'm gonna link it up. It is crazy what it looks like now. But yeah, it's just, that's what happens. Lastly, the reopening in 1991, the park was reopened for the day as part of the Independence Day celebration in Beach Mountain and as a kickoff to a redevelopment of a condo complex. Um, there was a stage production of a musical a few months earlier, and the students and actors appeared in character and costume to greet the visitors as they came off the ski lift. Of course, they had some of the props still. They had some of the museum to look through. You had all that stuff. However, the owners of the land began restoring portions of it. In the mid-90s, the Autumn of Oz event began as a reunion for the original park employees. You had the uh, characters from the movie. You had the shows. You had the museum. And you had the Emerald City set up with different vendors from uh, the Omaha Vendor Fair, Petting Zoo, Pony Rides, and other Oz-themed activities. Money raised went right back into renovation. Kind of cool. As of 2011, the park hosted the International Wizard of Oz Club, and some of the original cast returned to share photos and tales from the inspiration of Jack Pentas. By 2013, the Land of Oz expanded openings to include Journey with Dorothy, a guided tour, as well as uh, Beach Mountains Family Fun Month as part of their exploration there. Um, lastly, in 2019, the park uh, was open on Thursdays and Fridays in the honor of the anniversary of the movie, the 80th anniversary, plus the last Wednesday in June and first Friday in July. So you can now go for the Autumn of Oz and do all that fun stuff there. In July, you can pop in and do that for a couple of days as well. But they're, you know, on this website here, they're talking about more stuff going on. So pretty cool, pretty nice rich history. It's unfortunate that they not only went bankrupt, but the fire happened and everything was, was destroyed and vandalized. And of course the weather, but what are you going to do? What do you guys think? Huh? Did you enjoy this carnival visit? Are you going to be staying home playing your Switch? Or you're going to take a trip over to the Land of Oz and see how cool that theme park is? If you guys do, let us know. As always, guys, thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it. Stay curious. We'll be back later at 1230 to teach you how walking is good for all parts of you. As always, guys, stay curious. Bye, people. Bye, guys. Bye, people. Why did I say people? Bye, guys.